Oke. Okay. Oke, okay, welcome back. It's latest part two. So without moving your body, let there be rest on the inside. The place that's not a place where nothing has happened at all. How's the Tom character? Well, yeah, you look like you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, why not? This, this is really trivial, but um, I've asked several teachers through the years. I have this mental habit of playing music in my head. Do you? Yeah, and yeah, that goes on here too. <laughs> but you know, I don't know the words to the songs, but it was. <laughs> We were leaving the restaurant, it was George Harrison, My Sweet Lord, which is this very joyous song for me. But it just sort of playing, and for used to, I think, oh, let's go, I would go back to Ramana's thing, Be Still. There's no way this is still. Yeah. And I've kind of just sort of ignore it and just let yes. it go. However, it does, can be quite annoying sometimes, because sometimes it would be a car commercial. Okay. Or a commercial for a furniture store. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and I just let it go, but like I say, it can be annoying. You know? Do you see that it's only annoying when there's a desire there for it to be gone? That, okay. Now, I haven't looked at that, but yes. Yes. That's it's, what it's annoying. Yeah, in and of itself, it's not annoying. It's just. No. It's Sometimes just, it's quite nice and soothing. Just go with it. Okay, okay. If it's going to be annoying sometimes, then it has to be nice and soothing other times. They're, they're two things of the same coin, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So take away the quality controller. <coughs> quality controller is in bed with desire. Okay. Okay, so take away both of those. So then we've just got melodies that play. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So what happens here, it used to happen, right? And then, of course, the mind went still for a long time. And then, of course, mind, it's the nature of mind is to be busy. And what happens here is that it's not noticed that there's a tune going on until my hand is playing the melody. My fingers play the melody. And, and, that's, that's, and then I feel the touch. The attention goes to the touch, the sensation. It's like, oh, wow, there's a melody going on, you see? Because thoughts don't get noticed. Do you see? Okay. So there's no way of knowing if they're going on or not unless there's something else to actually bring attention to see what mind is doing. You see? Yeah. So mind doesn't need to, be, to stop. When Ramana's saying be still or whatever, that's, that's like 
stop. It's like mind can be busy, but the piece of energy, the thing that is your attention, if that's on it, that's what he's talking about. Is your attention on stillness or is your attention on, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. unending radio in one's head? That yeah. can go on forever, all that gobbledygook in your head. That's no problem. It's just, it's the nature of mind to be busy. It's turning <laughs> away. There's change and movement happening all the time. That's not a problem. So mind doesn't have to stop. Yeah, okay. The volume doesn't have to go down at all. Yeah. But if your attention is on it, that's the thing you can maneuver, or it feels like you can maneuver. Yeah. And if your attention is on it, that's one thing. And attention going another little half an inch into it, I like it or I don't like it. Hmm. Okay, now, now, now it's a problem. Now we've got an eye who's listening to what's going on in your head. Yeah. It's an old habit. Yeah. That's all right. It's not a problem. Mind will always be busy. But if you're watching it, involved in it, and liking and disliking it, this is the I stuff. Mind being busy in and of itself, not a problem. Will always be so more than likely. It totally stops for very, very few. And the ones who say it totally stops with them, well, I'd love to, I'd love to sit down with them and really quiz them. <laughs> really quiz them. Is it, does it really stop or does, is your attention not there? And how would you know the difference? How would you know the difference? Okay. I see what you wrote about the being still part. Yeah. It's that chasing that earth. Yes. But that energy. Yeah. That it's the thing that chases. Yes, you're yeah, dead yeah. right. That's a good word. Yeah, it's the chasing. It's the chasing, yeah. Yeah. And that's not necessary. Not at all. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the eye cranking up, you know? Yeah. Running after a story. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Mm -hmm. um, I have a similar um, thing about what draws me back in to the movie. Um, and I know the, the answer is exactly what you told him, but it's physical pain. Ah. And um, it's there, there's a desire not to be in physical pain, so that gets you more into the actual pain. <laughs> yes, you worked that one out. Well done. Yeah. Um, just you know, as you watch it, um, but it's a difficult one for me to stay out of the eye when I'm in physical pain. Okay. Do you see the difference between pain and suffering? Mm -hmm. The eye does the suffering bit. Mm -hmm. Pain is all right. Pain's a pain in the ass, fine, or whatever, you know. But there's no suffering with pain. You have to have the personal eye for there to be suffering. The eye doesn't do pain, the eye does suffering. So there's no story around pain, it just is. The body is in pain, it's a sensation in the body. The body feels the pain. Pain comes, pain goes. We do something about it sometimes. We don't do things about it other times. 
But when it becomes suffering, now we've got a desire for it to go. We've got somebody who's moaning underneath it. We've probably got self-pity. We've probably got a controller who, who feels out of control. Loaded. So audit. Is it pain? Is that, there's pain going on here. Okay. Is there an I who's suffering here? Go after the sufferer. And let the pain be there. And then, you know, practicalities. Can it be managed or not? Okay, it's going to be there. Fine. So what? Accept it. What are you going to do? Have a desire to get rid of it? You'll suffer more then, as you've sussed. Mm -hmm. hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, carries on from your conversation with Paula. Uh, just before lunch, uh -huh. and you asked Paula, Paula, uh, something like, "Are you synonymous with the story?" And it's what happened here was there was a recognition that there was a separation with the story or the movie, um, a real separation, like the. The movie was going on. Yeah. It was the Patrick character and other characters. Yes. Jack character. Yes. But there was um, that seemed to be separate. And uh, I, I think this kicks in with this old thing about um, I was making a distinction between uh, whatever it is. The, the, the background and you know, what appears in it. Oh yeah. But then, the, and so just that, just that coming back. Okay. So so it was just that just that. Then it's the story. The Patrick character is just the the ocean waving. Mhm. Mm so where's the separation? Gone. Ha ha. There really is no separation, you know, at all, anywhere, on any level, none. Separation keeps coming back, yeah, yeah. Oh, great, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> there is no separation, not in any guise, not in any <coughs> shape or form. And uh, you said that I uh, talked about... Uh, the manifestation. Uh, doing its doing its thing, and in your terminology, that would be like the ocean doing its waving, mm -hmm. and also consciousness doing its thing. Mm -hmm. These are all the same. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yes. Okay. I just yes. wanted to just make sure about your Link use it up. of, the, of yeah. the word consciousness. Okay. So. What's going on here is is it's it's um, prior to consciousness. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to clarify yes. the terminology. Yes. Very good. The difference is, I suppose, when prior to consciousness, 
it doesn't show itself, but I have to say it shows itself because this is where words <coughs> are like stupid. <laughs> so when prior to consciousness, uh, uh, there's an opening to it or something. The only thing that can shift is the perspective on consciousness because prior to consciousness can't be, you can't be in there looking at prior to consciousness. You, you know? Yeah. Okay, it's like that crack, you know? So, so the only thing that can shift is the perception of consciousness, and it is then that consciousness shows itself to be not real. Ah, okay. And that's, that prior is the crack. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas you had that wonderful image before of, uh, it's an oil painting, mm. and there's a crack right down the middle of the oil painting. Yeah. Yeah. Would you please, please try to repeat the last half dozen, dozen sentences? <laughs> the, the, the crack and, and the visualizing or awareness of consciousness so, somehow, if I could do sure. this again. Yeah, let's give it a try. Okay, um, so starting at the end, there's an image that when myself and Patrick were working uh, just over a year ago, we came up with an image of like, imagine an oil painting, you know, and somebody stupidly folded it over for several years and you opened it up and sure, of course, you know what happens, oil, it's like, there's a crack, right? And it's like, okay, so, so, so the world, you were looking at this picture and it was whatever, you know, a, 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 a landscape. So this landscape is beautiful and all of a sudden, sure, the whole image is cracked, there's a crack down the middle. Now you can look at the landscape, the oil painting, or you can go through to the canvas and behind that, through the crack. Do you see? So it's like that. It's like whoop. It's like vision goes whoop, crack, falls through a crack. Okay? And where this, uh, this familiar landscape, which is here now, isn't the one that's playing anymore. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's there, but there's no focus on it. You're not seeing the particulars of it. There's no particular, particularization of vision. Okay. So, so then this crack, um, for Patrick, it works that this is kind of like the doorway to prior to consciousness, to prior to anything before or beyond or beneath or after or one of these <laughs> leading words, okay? Um, like outside of consciousness, beyond consciousness. Okay, because, because consciousness is the landscape. It's anything that, 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 that arises phenomenally, be it a thought, be it imagination or have it, having a perceived reality. Because there, it is not real. Consciousness is not real. It's perceived as real, but it's not real. So, so the, then Patrick was, was, was playing with words as like, so all that happens in consciousness is like, these are just the waves that happen on top of the ocean. They're all just still the ocean. And we can describe the waves and getting caught in the story of the waves, but actually it's just the ocean okay. morphing itself into different shapes momentarily. You see? So, uh, hi, Shambhala, come on. So, 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 the waves are still the ocean. Manifestation, playing as different characters here, different waves, still the ocean. All landscape. All landscape. Now, prior to all of that, prior to all of that, outside of all of the matrix, real or imagined, but the real is actually imagined too. But it presents as real until prior to is actually seen to be all there is. Make sense? 
Yes, I, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm used to the word consciousness being used. Yeah. Uh, more like what your word a prior. But there is no consciousness there because consciousness is limited. It's infinite and finite and it's in duality because it requires a consciousness. It's, it's, if something is labeled, then it's already in the movie. It's too late. Conscious, there is a prior to consciousness. Okay. I know some speakers say that there isn't, mm -hmm. but that's not correct. That's not there correct. Different usages of the words. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay, thank you. I'm not sure. The jury's out on that one. Uh -huh. But you've opened up a new possibility. Yes. And and your crack in the painting in in this discussion yeah. is similar to uh, a crack in the matrix. Yes. In in another discussion. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So what you're seeing then through the crack is prior to consciousness. Yeah, it's like it's a gateway of like outside of all of it. For some, the sensation is that they get pulled there, but then you're not there. There's a pulling, but there's nothing there. I mean, there's nothing there. There isn't even nothing there. There's nothing there and take nothing away. That's what's there. And it's not a place, but and if we, if we put any, we can only say what it's not. We can't say what it is. Because if it's vast, well, if it's vast, it's, it's space then, huh? Everything we say that it is, you see, because language stops now. Language stops with consciousness. That's why we have to talk in the negative about it. We can only say what it's not. Hmm. Then how, does, how are you able to talk about it? I can't. I can only point. You have to find out for yourself. Then how would it... How would individuality even know that it's there? Yeah, mind can only know that it's, that it can't go there. That's, that's the most useful thing for mind to hear, that it can't go prior to itself. It can't go outside of its own capabilities. So it, it's a, but obviously, um, it's sort of a, a sensing of it, or it, I guess, how do you, yeah. How does it know it can't go there? It's a non-conceptual knowing. Okay. Okay. So there's something deeper than mind that says you're not going to, you can't go to that party, so to speak. Well, that's mind saying you can't go to that party. You know, it's like we use mind to tell mind you can't go there. So it stops trying to reach even, because that's the block. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that, yeah. It's yeah. deeper than that. But then that's really what we're talking about all the time. Anyway. Yes. Yes. I, I, always, I just have, quite honestly, it's doing, someone mentioned, you know, meditating all these years, and it wasn't the last three or four months that all of a sudden, oh, I can't get this. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I don't know what would I do for all this time beforehand. But, Having fun, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I don't know there was a lack. <laughs> but uh, the fact that it's beyond conceptual knowledge, um, this is radical. And of course, that's another concept. Yeah. It's that I, it's still even unclear to me how you can speak about it. Yeah. Um, which I really don't think you are. Or no. Anyone. No. Yeah. I can't, sure. Because sort of, it's not it if we can name it or label it. It's not it. I'm just, it's never clear to me how one even knows it's there if you can't 
get it grasped. Because <laughs> our inner way of acting with world and life is through mind and sense his body. Yep. And then here's something beyond all that. So it's such a new... Yeah. New... Well, it's, it's obviously not new. Yeah, it's new to the mind, but it's not new to what you are, because that's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> mind is playing catch-up, wondering what, what, what you are. Yeah. And yet playing catch-up is actually getting in the way. Correct. I once had an experience where, and it, yeah, it's like that. I mean, it was such a deep state that you lose track of time because time isn't there, nothing's there. But I experienced it as I was spiraling up through the planes of consciousness. I got to the plane of God. Yeah. And then it went beyond God, and yeah. then there was nothing. But I, there was still some, I was, there was still awareness of some type. I mean, I was aware, but it wasn't the I, but there was still, I was in this place, <clears throat> what the Buddhists call the shunyata. That's the closest I, but I was in that way beyond God, and it was the nothingness of just something. And then I experienced coming back down through God again, all the way back down to where suddenly I was back in my body. Yeah. In my body again. Yeah. I'd lost, completely lost contact with my body in this yeah. Level. But then, and it just seemed like a natural progression that, no, that's not where this can be to, you know, so I came back into this with just that. Yeah, yeah. So, so beyond the plane of God, outside of it all, how did you know you were there? <laughs> there was something that knew. It was the self. I mean, you know, just there was, there was the knowing still, the presence, even the shunyata, there was... And maybe it's the connection, the string, it might be the cord that they call the antakaran or something, the cord of, like, I'm still connected to this body. So a thread of the mind, or how does, I mean, how did the Buddha, I feel like, how did the Buddha, when he realized that, describe the shunyata and come back? I'm not sure. It just it, There's just an awareness of it, a knowingness. Would you call it a state? It's a state? No, I would rather not call it a state. Okay, but you did. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let that go. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every name is going to modify it, is going to translate it into a context with which mind will make a story out of it. Just to flag that. That's what mind will try to do. So if you call it a state, it'll kind of give it, I don't know, characteristics. And all it's doing is just morphing it into something else so that it can control it and, and, have a des and seed a desire for you to get back there. That's what mind will do to keep the show going. So just be on to mind doing that. Can, can we compare this, this new uh, prior to consciousness concept? It's new? <laughs> for me, okay. For me, okay. Because uh, up till now, what I've absorbed is uh, the two other words I'd like to compare. Uh, one is uh, let's call it the background. Yeah. Uh, and and consciousness has been presented to me as being the background yes. of all that is. This is accurate, and I'm okay. saying prior to okay. this. And and then in terms of some of the other established religions. There's a there's a phrase called the void. Yeah. Where does where so we now we now have my my old consciousness established with a prior. Yeah. Where does void fit in? Can that, we can we can we go to void it? and take away void? I have no idea. 
Trite. It's, it's just a word that I see on the page, ah, okay. and I, don't, I have no idea what to do with it. Void isn't isn't bad. It's like it's like it's like. Um, it was scary at first. Sure, because it's yeah, it's going to bring up existential fear. Yeah, yeah. So so, but prior to void, because it's it's a concept and it's it's a place that rattles existentialism, you know, existential fear rather. So so, vo void is grand, but now take void away. You see. That's easy. It was never. <laughs> no, go to void first because if void gives you the willies, then it's worth going there. Oh, it used to, but okay. now it's kind of. I'm okay. waiting to see what. Yeah. If anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything objectified is too much. Anything objectified is in consciousness. Uh, and void is, is yes. back of yes, consciousness. Yes, exactly. But not quite as far as prior. It's or? at the back door of consciousness, you know. So void and consciousness live together. Yeah. Front door, back door, yeah. or something, and there's yeah. a prior. There's a prior through, through this crack. There's a prior. Thank you. There's a prior. Okay. The crack works for some, not others. You've got to take what works for you. It's you know. We'll wait and see. Pick and choose what what helps you, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us, including me, are, are familiar with meditations with an object. You know, we meditate for tranquility, and some of us uh, look at the nature of mind, and some of us do chakra work, chakra body meditations. And I like what you were saying about this uh, absolutely purposeless, effortless. So I'd like to hear you talk about the kind of meditation where there's absolutely no goal, there's absolutely no effort, there's absolutely no attempt to, to, to do something with it. The way so much of our meditation, where at least we're often taught or get addicted to meditation with an object or wanting something out of it. That other kind of meditation that you said that, that is about uh, absolute effortlessness. I don't know if you can sit down to do that though. It's just there all the time. It's there all the time. It's probably where the Buddhists talk about, you know, you know, life is a meditation or something. I think I've read that someplace. Do you know? Is it? It's non, it's non-meditation. It's called non-meditation. Oh, but it's it's art of meditation, is it? All right, okay. Oh, wow, it's tricky. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's probably what I'm talking about. It's just it's just ongoing all the time. It's just that you know it's just too boring for mind, who's still trying to you know fix something in the story. They say that's the fourth one after simplicity. I'm trying. To, there's a state of non-meditation where it's simply, you don't really notice the difference between a so-called meditative state and the ordinary That's exactly it. It's a con continuous. That's exactly it. There's no difference. There's no difference. So the practice of meditation has to be with a purpose. It has to be. That's the role of that. It's, it's going someplace. It's like, it's like having a car for a purpose to transport yourself. You know, it's, just a, it's a purpose like that, brushing your teeth so that they don't fall out. That kind of a purpose. It's a cause and effect basic purpose. M meditation is, is to make the eye feel happier or to manage the mind or pull it in in some way, focus the mind. That's what I was talking about. For a lot of us, either taught or just in our own practice, meditation is, is there to be something different than what we are. Yes, yes. And, and you can't help but trying to move the furniture around, you know. <laughs> that happens, but just know that it will make no difference fundamentally. It'll help you like brushing your teeth helps you. But it's not going to make anything fantastic happen. The aisle's been out and the aisle's been out.
There's a hand over here someplace, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, is this what um, Bernadette Roberts is talking about? She seems to be about the only person that's writing about. She, she calls it no self, but a lot of people have an experience of no self that's not the same. There, it's maybe no ego, and um, she calls it like god awful. <laughs> god awful. <laughs> she's she's a nun. She's still alive. Uh-huh. She lost the reflexive consciousness, the sense of I'm a doer. She simply witnessed activity, and it was they're very startling books. Yeah, there was a loss of center. Yes, very good. Very good. Well, it seemed like even more than that. Like she had, she she dropped the ego, and then many years later, there was this other experience. Yes. That she calls no self. Yes. Yes. And uh, people do use that term no self yes. quite loosely. Yes. You know, at, it, it may just be an experience. Not, yes. Not Yes, yes. There, there is when the truth is seen, there is when identified thought stops. Let it deepen, let it deepen, and prior to all of it, shows itself. And I wondered if that, I'm going to use the word distinction, wasn't between some of the speakers this weekend. It seems to me that some people are talking about to use her term, the unitive experience, the unitive yes. life, and and that's kind of bliss and joy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some people speak from there, and but that there is this. Yes, there is this. But that, knowing that, that. about it almost could set up a kind of. Well, I'll go there. Then. <laughs> well, if 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 you tell mind, if you don't tell mind, you can't go there. By the way, this is your domain, and that's fine. Bless you, but no thank you, like for your offer, you know. <laughs> if you can tell mind this, then it's fine. But if mind doesn't know that it can't go there, of course it's going to set it up as another goal and it's like, oh my God, off but we you, go again. You, have you, to use the word again, have you made that distinction? Oh yeah. In, 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 oh yeah. Because I don't think a lot of teachers do. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. But it's implicit. If, you, if you're able to hear it, you'll hear it. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're able to hear what you hear. Because I know Adi Ashanti said he hadn't talked about it for 10 years because nobody heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And then I go to Shamala. Okay. So there will be sometimes that. There seems to be the crack, there seems to be movement, for lack of a better term. Very rapid movement, and then just um, physically, it's clamped, I'm clamped. Like down in the first chakra area especially. Which I assume is just a base fear of whatever one would fear. You the, the the crack and then there's movement. Tell how. how okay, what? so if I'm last night, I was just kind of focusing on a, okay, what's the moment? Just the moment. Where's the moment? And I'll say it was starting to be seen that there's not. Yes. And with that approach 
to that, there is a, a physical clenching in the first chakra area. Just a, you know, it just huh. a tightening. Yeah. And I've noticed that other times when I'm playing with the prior, prior yeah. type. Yeah. Movement. Sure, is, movement, yeah. That uh, there will be a, a physical response. Yes. That, of course, pulls me. I'm all of a sudden a, a being with a physical response. Yes. Rather than whatever else it would be. Yes. I don't know. I just... So what happens then? Contraction of the base chakra. Does that story take over? What happens? Well, I'll either play with it again, you know, just so what is this moment or who's the one having this or... And you start off again, you go back again. Uh, or just go into my regular head. Uh, uh. Yeah, if you have any ideas of... Yeah, go into the contraction. What's that about? <laughs> How come that gets your attention every time, huh? course. Yeah. Why, why haven't I? I don't yeah. Sure, of course, because it works, no? Yeah, go into the contraction and say, hey, okay, right, come on, show it to me, come on. Go right in there and, and demystify it, you know, rather than being a victim of it. It's so obvious when you say it. Sure, yeah. I know, but when you're in it, you can't get out, you can't see outside, you know? You can't yeah. see, it's just another trick of the mind, you know? It's an experience yeah. and you're in it and it's like, yeah. everything is a trick of the mind, everything, really. Sure. Um, two parts to this, maybe slower. The mention of the willies for the um, void, I experienced that once, I guess maybe from the level, I guess I'm a dualist at certain parts of me, and then, you know, whereas I pray to somebody, or I, you know, there's a guru. I was praying to Shirdi Sai Baba once in India, and, then, and, and it's like there's this thought about don't try to open your Kundalini too soon. Maybe there's that thought form. So I was going, I want to have the experience, I want to have the experience. And so suddenly I felt this connection to him and he was taking, he took me out of my body and started taking me up into that similar state. And then I got afraid. I said, okay, no, no, that's enough. Mm -hmm. I've seen enough. I'm as right. high as I want to go. Or it's, I'm, I just got afraid yeah. that I was losing my ego. I got afraid of the dissolution of the ego. Yeah. I was attached to the ego and I saw that. And, he, and it was just a, a, a <laughs> clear mind communication from him. See, this is... Just relax in your body and let the experience unfold. You know, don't ask for too much too soon. So, I mean, that was the experience at that moment anyway. And so I came back into my body again and with that experience with him. Something's not ready, huh? Yeah, so that was... Yeah. When will you be ready? Hmm? When will you be ready then? Ah, that's... Uh, is there an answer for that? I mean... <laughs> Let's see what you say. <laughs> I guess my honest answer is, I don't know. Maybe it's an honest answer, maybe it's not an honest answer. I'm not sure. I feel like there's so much distortion that sometimes we don't know what honest and authentic is. Relative, I mean, if I said I'm ready, I, I guess I still have a belief like, well, you do your practice, folks, but when that kind of breakthrough happens, it's kind of like grace. I mean, when Ramana laid down to quote-unquote die, I mean, did he know what he was going to experience? I don't think there was any way that he knew what it was going to lead to, and suddenly he broke through 
it just happened. I don't know, and I guess I viewed partly that that uh, maybe is connected to work done in a past life. That's a belief I have, that yeah. individuals prepared in past lives, and so they're born in this one, and they're, they're ready to step into that role okay. because of prior work that they've done. Okay, there's two right. steps, and you're seeing them as one. The last step is grace, and no matter how much you're kicking and screaming, it's going to pull you home. That's like what happened to Ramana. You know, no matter what you're saying, no, I want to go back, I want to go back. It's like, tough, baby, you're dead. You know? <laughs> it's like this. You see? That's the last step. You're mixing it up with the second last step. Okay. Second last step is that something is not surrendering in you. It's something is not surrendering. Uh-huh. That could be. Very easily. Yeah. So, make a bucket list. What do you need to do? What experiences do you want to have? What is worth keeping this show going? Yeah, that's that seems right on. Yeah, attachment to desires of what I think is going to fulfill me here, or I need to do. Go after those things. Do them. Go out and do them and get rid of them. Well, they seem to be elusive in doing too. You know, it could be a it could be kind of a catch twenty two that you create something that you're not going to really do to kind of keep you in that loop too, a real kind of. Then, then, <laughs> then if you're really honest with that, if you like make a list, if you write it down or something, you know, mm -hmm. I say, actually, that's not possible. I, I can't do that because of my age, because of my whatever nationality, because of something. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're, it doesn't matter. I don't have to give examples. Okay. Certain situations you can't make happen. All right, fine. So then it's like, okay, am I just going to keep alive that desire now? Because that's really a mug's game. That's like saying, well, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to. I want to be Irish. Well, you can't be Irish. You weren't born in Ireland. It's too late. Do you know? Do you see? Like, <laughs> Next life then. That's what keep me in the loop, right? Or what? Yeah, but, yeah, but chuck it. Can you not chuck it and see the, the you know? Just chuck it. It's just like, okay, come on. Is this really worth another birth? Is it really worth another birth? Well, maybe if, you know, we we'll meet you there. <laughs> Last time round, honey. You're not <laughs> I'm all okay, of us. I'll be incarnating forever. That. Okay, if, if I did that, let's say I do that, I do that, then it's kind of the, it's just because you just kind of keep doing your thing, daily thing, you know, cook the meal, clean up, do this, and be present, and it's going to happen when it does. Kind of like Parabdha Karma. Right? So it just happens, it's the wheels moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but, I'm going back to the, to the list, to the bucket list, right? Okay, right, okay. There are, there are desires that have that are just mindlessly keeping the show going and there are desires that the body mind has to fulfill as part of its destiny you need to separate this you need to write out the list and separate it and find out what is mind just just teasing you to keep the whole show going and what is what actually is the destiny of the body mind and do those things and get them done things you just can't let go of all right now now, then if other things actually require another birth, you'll know. You'll know because it'll be in your gut. It'll be like, I can't, I can't. Okay, then it's over to grace. But actually, you know, you could do an awful lot to let that stuff go and stop kidding yourself. Okay. Well, then in the second part of this was, um, do you believe in leprechauns? <laughs> Don't believe in anything at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe in anything. I believe in anyone. I don't believe anyone or in anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. It's all bull only. 
talk about the bucket list. This is really, to me, fascinating. This is really important stuff. Yeah. The desires that you, you know, whatever, they're either just fooling or messing with you. Yeah. There are things that you really, they, they're persistent desires, they won't yes. go away, and you need just to check them off. You have to go through that. I'll them. give you an example one. Mm. I, had a, I have a persistent desire to buy a hat. So this time here, I said, I've got to get it out of my system. I went down, $85, got a Panama hat, wore it to the conference the first day, good. Nice hat, I don't feel that desire anymore, but I've been persistent for me for a while. I wanted to get a hat, yeah. okay? But I have other these long-held desires. There's a list, I, sometimes I think this, you got a list, it's not gonna be what we often tell ourselves. No, if you get that, it'll just be a trick. Very good, You know. that's what I'm talking about. But there are things yeah. that you can do and you feel good, they're gone. And that's I don't right. need to do that anymore. Yeah, An that's the destiny part. was a career as a painter. I've done it, I don't need to do it anymore. It's completely okay. gone. Very good. So yeah. I love to hear more about that bucket list. This yeah. is real important. Yeah, that's, you're describing it bang on. Yeah, it's having the wisdom to know when there is a pull to do something, if it's just mind running amok to keep the show going, or actually if it's the destiny of the body-mind. So is it the natural flow of the body-mind? This is the thing, because mind is, is being believed to such an extent that you can't decipher. What is the natural movement? The natural flow, the natural order of something? Or what is just the controller trying to, oh, this will make me better if I do this? Mm. Loaf of bread, is there a natural move to go down to the shop to buy, to buy a loaf of bread? Or is it just desire, wanting to buy a loaf of bread? How will you know the difference? And you've got to know, you've got to be able to develop the wisdom to be able to feel a natural movement of, well, that's just a natural organic movement of life. It's not motivated by, by desire. And so in order, to, in order to decipher which movement is which, you're going to have to find out about desire, find out the nature of the d desire. And absolutely, the things that you know you have to do, they're part of the natural flow. That's what they are. They're part of the natural flow. It's the destiny of the body-mind. Do you see? Do them. So, do you believe in the body mind then? I don't believe in anything. I'm just talking rubbish. I want to get to that. So, I feel like belief is such an ingrained thing. And I mean, there's a, I mean, I see it in this moment when I'm saying that, I see a positive side of B. Leaf, I think, comes from the Germanic root of living, to relive, to mm. be the life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Leaf, maybe before it got brought into this, just means be life. Yeah. So, in other words, whatever we believe in is our life. Yes. So, maybe, could you speak a little bit more on the negative positive of belief? Or is there a negative positive? Well, it's part of what makes the separate person who has a life plausible, credible. Because it is the separate I that needs beliefs in order to be valid, in order to present as real. And the system, the system itself falls down, as the I is seen to be nothing more than an idea. Is, is there any, and so at that point, okay, so there's, there's no belief at that point, then what is there? Relative to the words of, there's the truth, then would you say there's truth or even... There, there, there's truth, but the word truth pointing towards something. Mm -hmm. Truth in and of itself? No. There is no such thing which, as an objectified truth. No, because it's objectified. Objectified truth must be in duality, in consciousness. Do you have a 
pet word that like would take the place of say like the normal person's belief that the word that it still comes into your consciousness or you find it maybe if you're you concepts know, con concepts that's a concept you're saying all those are concepts yeah the, the larger subset of which beliefs are part of it uh -huh. beliefs burn out concepts still run until they stop too So beliefs run, run through consciousness, but they're not held in this form. They're not held, or there's no, there's, no, there's no position in here with which to stick them on. There's no maypole in the center of this Jack character that has beliefs that identify, that, that give, give her a, a position, you know? Yeah. Well, that reminds me of, it brings me back to maybe Don Juan's talk to Costner, but he says, he told them to change his assemblage point. Okay. So that's maybe what uh, maybe I would be seeing it as. Okay. F, so as you drop all of this stuff, it seems like he's saying there's still an assemblage point of the being in manifestation that's in total alignment with the way of the heart. The word, you know, the way of the heart. The 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 that assemblage point is is the cosmos or. Is consciousness itself it, it can't be narrower than than infinity it can't be I'm all of it I'm all of it or none of it mm. mm -hmm. said so that um, the so-called consciousness teachings that have no explicit reference to the prior, um, that uh, if there's a close listening, then there can be detected an implicit, implicit uh, presence of, uh, pointing to prior. Something like that, you say? Uh, in, 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 in speakers that, that that where a knowing of the trying to find words here. If that's as far as the teacher has gone, that's as far as they can take. Yeah, you. but they can only take you as far as they've gone. Okay, but heaven knows where the teacher has gone. Listen between the lines. Listen between the lines. Yeah. yeah. Um. So going back to void, uh, <coughs> that's dropped. Any word like that strong? Yes. Anything applies, objective, anything named. Same thing applies to emptiness. Sure. That's strong. Sure. Or I've heard the statement, emptiness itself is empty. That's yes. Dropped. Yes. Okay. So, that's a nice one, isn't it? Emptiness itself is empty. <laughs> yeah, that's... Somebody's into that one. Um, okay. That which no, is I, silence itself. <laughs> that which is silence itself. Yeah. That which is silence itself. See what your mind will do with that. Same thing. <coughs> That's dropped too. Can't say All that. All right. Can't say that. Can't say it. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, now the other thing is, did you say at one point that deep, Dreamless sleep is a pointer to that crack. Mm. Aha. Okay. 
And oh, the other thing that's dropped is that crack, there's no awareness. Mm -hmm. Correct. And prior, it's nonsense. Well, you can't, there's no saying that prior is aware of itself. Correct. It's ridiculous. Consciousness is aware of itself. Awareness. It depends, you know, if consciousness is awareness, then we say awareness has the capacity to be aware of itself, but not as anything. Yeah, not as anything. Not as anything. Okay, but so just aware of itself. Can be aware of itself, but yes, not as anything. But not as anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Yeah. It's a special kind of awareness, I think. Yeah, Some it's just it's, it's just more subtle. You can get a perception. sense of it, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Prior. But prior, you don't say that prior is aware. No, you don't say nothing. There's, there's nothing, you That's, see? Goes. There's nothing. Uh huh, okay. And then take nothing away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Jacob. Just after this lady. So, what I'm understanding is that. Um, when I have a purpose of sitting and meditating, <coughs> uh, sometimes I'm tricking myself into becoming something. So, <coughs> one of the things that I'm trying to do is to watch my mind all the time, every day. And, but it's, it's not so much me, that's, sometimes I, I, sometimes I see that, uh, what is so, <laughs> it, and, and there's an awareness that this person <coughs> that I believe I am, it's trying to do something, but not really, I can, I can become aware of, uh, uh, something else is doing it. So you do see this. Do you see this, or is this a concept? It's it's more like an experience, like okay. like, uh, like um, it's it's not very conscious. Uh, I I I could when I say I, I'm going to, you know, I want to become more spiritual, this and that, and I'm going to meditate, and I'm going to read this book, and all yeah, that. Yeah. I, I know it's, it's this person. I'm going to eat healthy, and I'm going to get more fresh air. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is this story that I'm telling myself. Uh -huh. <clears throat> On the other hand, uh, there is this experience where I see these things happening, taking, like leaping, kind of like a... Uh, Something is happening, but uh, kind of erasing little by little this other uh, in attempt to, to create a story. So I'm sitting here uh, asking if it's if it's the, the the grace, the process, you know, what you what you call grace. Uh, something that I'm not aware. I can never be aware as any. This, this person that I think I am, uh, what is there, you know, how that, that, that process is, is going to unfold. Or, and I, I cannot make it happen. I'm understanding that. I don't know if, I, if that's correct or I'm just kidding myself. But, um, where am I going with this? So the, 
Yeah, so, so it seems that it just, it, I have nothing to do with that. It's, it's just unfolding. But I think I am. Sometimes I think yes. that's why I'm here, because I want to be. But at the same time, I had no option. I had to be here. Yes. Yes. The under, the, 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 the underlying um, <clears throat> thing that is most valid is that there's no option. The body, that woman has to be here doing exactly, exactly what she's doing in any moment. The mind is on top imagining that it is choosing these things. And every now and then you get a break from that parrot that talks into your ear, you know? No, I'm choosing, I'm choosing to meditate. I want to read that book now, I want to find out about this. So mind is just aligning with the inevitability that's going to happen anyway. Just to give the eye an idea that it has control, which is garbage, like. As if it has control over anything, as if it has free will. But it plays like this. And that layer falls off, and then the inevitable natural movement of evolution just continues on through the body-mind until it falls apart. Until it dies. Hmm? Do you see? So the mind is superimposed upon something that's, that's happening naturally, without you choosing any of it. So when the mind over here gets worried, oh, am I doing the right thing? Am I meditating? Am I reading the right book? Yeah. Am I? Yeah, it's know, just the controller. It's trying to to control this other process. Yes, that's working exquisitely fine anyway. <laughs> you see, the thing is, the mind is so rooted in duality; it sees good and bad, advantage, disadvantage, right, wrong, all the time. It marries everything against good and bad. I'll win, I won't win. I'll succeed, I'll fail. All the time. So when that stops talking, these things will happen, but they won't be interpreted as success, failure. failure. They're, just, they're just life. Mind is the thing that says that's good and that's bad. So if that's not talking so loud, the same thing will happen. You might still crash your car or get an extra $5,000 of a tax bill. Or, and it's like, okay, that's what's happening, so be it. Do you know? Not, not mind going into a victim mode. I'm talking about just the natural order being the natural order without a comment of good and bad because there's no desires running. So life might play the very same way. It will play the very same way, pretty much, without this comment, this hypnosis that you're controlling and doing it in order to make things better. So you imagine that, well, I'd never do something properly unless I knew I was going to, you know, if it was going to help me in some way. Not true. Not true. Consciousness takes care of itself. Creation takes care of itself. It cares. It cares, you know? What did you say before that? Ooh. Yeah. It takes care of itself. Consciousness before takes, care, takes care, of care of itself. <laughs> Natural order of things. Something about this, was it? You can't about. get in trouble if you're not thinking. <laughs> something about doing, doing something that's not good for yourself? No? Don't know. None of us was listening at all. Obviously. <laughs>
It makes you crack. crack. <laughs> the mind just goes on. It does it until it just wears itself out and disintegrates. Yes. It's a natural order of things. Yes. And the mind can agree or disagree. It creates pleasure and pain and, and like it and dislike yeah. it. But the body mind is just completing what it needs to do. That's right. And, and the, the mind, the thinking process, just, it just has this idea that it has control. But it's second guessing. It's second guessing. Like well, we're in the dream. Yeah. It's like when we're dreaming and we take a step and the next minute we say, oh, I just stepped off the thing. It's like something, if you pay attention, happens slightly before you're actually decided. That's happen. right. That's right. That's right. Because the mind is always just playing catch up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, there's two over here first. Is yourself first. Yeah. Well, it just seems like whatever is happening is the natural order of things. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you said there's nothing to gain or lose from like having a relationship, there's nothing to gain or lose anyway. Yes. Now, if mind grabs that as a concept, right. one will become the non-doer and a couch potato or whatever, a, a, an angle on that. But the, it seems like doing just happens anyway. I mean, you can't. I've tried it. Yeah. You can't just sit up. That's right. You have to <laughs> yeah. you get up. Life will move through the form. Laundry gets done. And that's right. It's so. That's right. And that's why I put it out there because I didn't want it to be a concept. But that's what. Yeah. Sort of resonates is whatever's happening is the natural order. Of that's right. That's right. Mind hobby horses on the top or not? Hobby horses. On the yeah, top. It, it rides on the top. It surfs the top of it, imagining that it's controlling the wave. You know, like you're surfing. You know. <laughs> Like, I don't know why I'm here. But sure you're not. What? <laughs> you're not. No, I know. But, I mean, there's no intention. There's no... Yeah. Yeah. The, none of the usual motivators are playing. Yeah. It just seems like that's grace, is whatever is happening. Okay. But I, I don't want to get... There's still concepts that... Yeah. Just don't want to call. Sure, sure, sure. Here's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't believe them, huh? Just don't believe them. They're just concepts, it's all. Is your question still cruising? Yeah, I'm looking through the energy as I'm asking the question because it keeps shifting in here. It's nice. Um, <laughs> It, it's a sense of, well, I'm thinking about where does she exist. It, it's, I, I You're looking for your soulmate still? What? <laughs> 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 Sorry, okay. Uh, I've had some experiential awakenings along the road. At first, saying, going beyond being a body and feeling I'm in this field of energy. And then there was a sense in the 80s of going, well, there's this clear light that the energy is radiating and I'm this one clear light that's mm. and at times I can be pristinely the clear light with all the energy arising within me mm. which I guess is consciousness mm. in a way and um, my physics understanding is that the universe is clear light expanding like a loaf of bread and there's something that's expanding in that no one knows okay the, the physical universe is expanding in unknown it's a okay. big bang is so most of the time, I have this energy sense of myself as the sensations in my body, contractions, emotional states, and interrelations with other people. 
and time shifting to just being present in a field of these things happening. The concept of nothing adds, I mean, this, the unknown is just, it's an intuitive kind of the subtlest, I'm not sure I get it. Yeah, but yeah, that's fine because you won't get it, but, but it's known. But Sorry. I'm wondering for someone who has an authentic shift, uh, you talk about there's this Jack persona. Are you sensing yourself? Is this clear consciousness most of the time? Is there any habitual way you reside as a sense of uh, being present in life? Because you seem to be here, enjoying yourself. <laughs> the Jack character is here. <laughs> but I'm not here. So there may, I'm just, so there's a subtlety. There may be familiar patterns of a sense of the Steve pattern that could be going on, but at a deeper level, uh, a separateness or a, a freedom from it as far as identification. You can still recognize patterns of persona. Is there a freedom from it? It's more annoying that you were never it. It's not a freedom from, because there isn't a position that's free from. Do you see? It's just a, just a oh, ne you never were it. You never got caught in it. It's more that. You're not, you don't get out of it. You saw that you were never in it. So if Jack Persona uh, has this thing where this one thing pisses her off, it just annoys her, and you see that annoyance part coming, but you were never identified with that. Like now? Or no, way not back? this moment. I'm just saying, is there a pattern for your persona that you can recognize, you're familiar with, but you're no longer identified with it? Uh, you'd have to ask people who know me, I'd say. I don't register too much, do you know? Okay. Or like Ellen who books flights or something like, you know, it's like, okay, an aisle seat in, in a plane. And then it's like, no, 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 a window seat. And she's like, Jesus, make up your mind, you know? And it can change again. I'm probably want a middle seat now on the next flight. Do, do you know? It's like, it just... So there's not a lemon tart or something that you always went, oh, I love that. And it's still there, but you're not identical. I'm just trying to... Yeah, it's very loose. It's very loose. And there isn't a lot of memory connecting one to the other. Do you know? So, so I don't know if there's any consistency. I don't know. You'd have to ask somebody else how it looks. Every moment is fresh, you know. There's no, no kind of joining the dots. It's like the character doesn't need to have a sense of itself. It doesn't join the dots because there's no identification with the character going on. So then why would there need to be any consistency, you see? Because the consistency is part of that. Was there any particular thing you were noticing when the shift happened where you were never that? I mean, there was a place where you were a persona, and then there was a place where you were never that. Yeah. You're talking about a spiritual experience, is it? What I'm curious is a lot of teachers, they, they teach their experience, they teach where they're at now, but they had a story where at one point their actual life was actually a teaching of what happened and then there was a radical discontinuity, a shift. And I was just curious, was there like, <laughs> were you doing anything in particular? I mean, some people were miserable, Eckhart Tolle was miserable and just in utter agony and then he said something shifted. 
You it sound like the. It was always there was always a push, a push, a push, a push, a push. Something behind me pushing. There was no pull. It was a push, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where I was going, what it was about. I didn't know. I wasn't conscious of looking for anything. Nothing, but being pushed, being pushed, being pushed, being forced into scenarios where there was no option. We do the most wacky, wacky things. So being pushed means there was some resistance of you as a persona when you were being pushed before there was no longer any resistance. Yeah, it's like, why are you doing this? I don't know, I don't know, but I have to do it, I have to do it. It's like, felt like there was a bus behind me pushing me, you know, forcing me, forcing me, forcing me on, on, on. My mother used to say, where did you get your courage? You've incredible courage. And I said, I don't know. I, I, it just has to be there because I have no option but to take this step. And she'd say, well, this was like when I was 25, you know, and, and, and she'd say, but, but aren't you scared? And I said, I, I can't afford to be scared. I have to do this. Why would I even imagine I'd be scared about it? I don't have the time to be scared about it. It's just like, Bleh. you know, it was more like that. I kind of had a different feel, you know. And there was no last let go where you no longer were feeling pushed. Oh, sure. There was a few big whammies. There was three big whammies, big things, where the matrix just broke down irrevocably. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. And the pushing stopped. The, the moment that I saw, oh, my God, the spiritual search is keeping me going. The spiritual search is the thing. The thing that is the problem. Is the problem. And that just eureka one day, just like, oh my God. And I cried and cried and cried and cried for hours. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? What am I going to do? Because my life was only about my spiritual practice. I just reduced to that. It was so intense. You know, the character is intense, as you can see, you know. So it was very intense in those days. So, yeah, so then, so then it was like, okay, now, 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 okay. Now there's no anchor at all. None at all. Let's see what happens next, you know. And a bit of drifting around happened for six months or thereabouts. And, 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 and it, one day in the shower, it just felt like mine was breaking. It's like, it's breaking. I was in India, bucketing water over yourself, as you do. <laughs> and that's the shower. And, uh, and, and it was just, I'm, okay, if I'm going to be in a psychiatric hospital by this evening, so be it. <clears throat> because I could feel something cracking and breaking in my brain, you know. That was the last one of the three, you know? Stuff like that. But yeah, loads of those experiences of like everything being gold, everything light, in and out of light, being a part of light, being the source of light, da da da, going back to the beginning of time, seeing how time started. Uh, yeah, all these things happened, you know, all these insights into different realms and dimensions and all of that stuff. But, but I remember the very first time I saw Ramana Maharshi and I, I was... I was in an ashram about five miles in the village and I hadn't been to the village. I didn't even know. I knew there was a, a sage there, but like it was just somebody else, no? And, um, and uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and there he was standing at the end of the bed. And I said, oh, hello, you're the guy that has the posters all around the place. You live on the other side of that mountain, don't you? <laughs> Something like this. And he completely ignored me and he said, you think spiritual experiences are important, don't you? You think this is important? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. I kind of get off on them because this is a sign of progress, no? And he just said, hmm, they're nothing. They're nothing, these things. And you've created them as something important. They're nothing. And he disappeared. And I went, shit, he's right. He's right, you know? Mm. He's right. All these perspectives, all these different things, it's just another scene in the movie. 
two things you said. One, recognition that it was spirit pushing you. The second, that you were willing to go into an insane asylum. And I know for myself, besides desire, fear has come up many times. It's like fear of annihilation, mm. just a primal body or ego mm. contraction of a fear. I don't know what this fear of losing control or yeah. fear of annihilation, but it's like a, a reactive thing that I just pull back. Mm. And that sounds like trust of spirit comes first or to give you the, the safety yeah. to trust. I remember kind of negotiating way back before I left Ireland. And um, I, was on a, I was on a car trip. I was going from the east to the west, and, which we can do in three hours uh, of the country. <laughs> anyway, um, and I remember driving along, and I was listening to Caroline Mace. I was really into Caroline Mace way back for a few years. And I was listening to something, and she, the, the CD finished, or the tape finished, you know, and I turned it off. And it was middle of the night. And I, I was just like, I've got conditions, haven't I? I'm like, don't damage my body, or I want to be around to see what this, where this thing is going, this push is going. I've kind of got conditions on this. It's like, take me, but don't destroy me, you know? And I was like, shit, I'm kidding myself here. I'm kidding myself here. And I'm pulling in the car, and I don't know, maybe it was 11 o'clock at night or something. It wasn't the middle of the night, but it was dark. Pulling in the car, I leave the headlights on. I stood in front of it, and the moon was out, and I said, right! You want everything? You can have fucking everything! <laughs> Shouting up to the moon, you know? Just shout, you can take it all then! Take the whole friggin' lot! Right, you won't, you, you, okay, you're obviously not gonna, I shouldn't know who to talk to, what to talk to, but the moon was as good enough as anything. <laughs> you know? And it was just like, okay, okay, you want, okay, you, you're showing me that I can't have any grain of anything. Nothing. You want everything. Well, take the whole goddamn lot. Something freed up there. Something freed up. There was never an existential fear after that. Nothing. <coughs> that existential stuff went. Just, I just accepted that I, I'm going to lose this either way. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this fight. So I'm putting down my sword now. It was too strong. I'm feeling sad, like I'm have to give something up. <laughs> yes, give it all up. All of it, not something. All of it. It's going to take it anyway. The time will, will help you to suffer more until it takes it anyway. It's total surrender regardless of, without a choice. Yes. I'm sorry. Total surrender. Total surrender without a choice. Mm. Total surrender. Sure. Mm -hmm. But you wanted to come in ages ago, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's go here. Just remember. Those two things. I, I want to get back to the awareness. Awareness. You just said awareness. Being aware of itself, but not as anything. Yes. Is that the same as what you said earlier today, I believe? Awareness is aware of itself, but it's not aware of itself being aware of itself. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Very good. Nice subtlety. Uh, just kind of a little report when you asked me earlier before lunch how I was doing or whatever. What was happening, I think, for the first 
first time, whatever. Uh, a knowingness of the real possibility <clears throat> that all this was taking place within what I am. Within what you are. Yeah. And it, it became too much to to hold. I mean, mm -hmm. it was... Um, so that was, I guess, what was happening at the time. Okay. And at the same time, I don't know if it was a wish or whatever, but at the same time, it seemed like, because we are talking about Matrix, the Matrix was going to show itself as Matrix. I mean, almost was going to... That was an idea that came in? I don't, I'm not sure. Okay, but it, a sense of something. A sense that it could... Yeah. Um, yeah. This could start breaking up and, and the Matrix would show itself as the Matrix rather yes. than as this. As solid, yeah. So, I mean, all that was mm. kind of happening, so I couldn't say that I was yeah. doing well, not doing well. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. But the real, poss the real possibility that this was taking place within... Yes. You know, because you were asking her, is she in the movie? Is she in the movie? Yeah, yeah. It was beginning to, the real possibility of the movie was taking place within... Within what you I, are. You know, like, it's just what? a possibility? <laughs> well, the real, I mean, there was a knowingness that, I didn't want to call it an experience, but... It, yeah, um, yeah. There was a knowingness that, yeah, Something was seen. Yeah, but that. Yeah. Mm. And now? Sort of coming back. Let it. Let it. Let it be. Let, if it's okay, don't let mind grab it as a concept. Yeah, right. You know the the fine line there. That's why. Yeah. My answer was. Yes, that's I'm afraid to say I'm doing yeah, better than that's right. Than that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if there's a knowing there, hold it like you have a diamond. Mm -hmm. Or like well, I think I'm feeling. I mean, sometimes I try to hold it too. Yeah, too tightly. Too tightly. Okay, imagine you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the example I was giving yeah. when I, on the yeah, road? Yeah. Down, yelling at the moon, yeah. Who else to talk to? Uh, um, they would go sooner or later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew so I'd lost. Essentially, in, in that surrender, we're all looking at conditions then, would we say? That are, yes. For instance, if you ask me, do I have any conditions? And I'm, I'm, well, I can come up with one that I haven't even thought about. But you, I'm not sure if that's just something personality's making up. Do you know what? Oh, this is what I really should be doing, as opposed to that, truly what I'm afraid of. Okay, so let's say the eye is going to die now. Would it be okay? 
stay there then, huh? Just know that it's lost, you know, the battle is lost, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it stops mind from kidding you that there's something else, something else, something else. Sadness will arise. It sadness doesn't arise. Okay. Oh, it's a good trick. Okay. But that's um, you know, it just arises. Yeah, that don't stick to it. It'll come and it'll go. Yeah. Everything just comes and goes. So the state now we're talking about is non-attachment to anything. Don't pull in the desire for awakening. Don't even pull that in. Just open nothingness, total surrender. It's desirelessness. You can make yourself available for grace. That's as much you can do, you know? Okay, this lady in the yeah. I just kind of feel like the bottom and dropped out of everything. And, you know, thinking, oh, sometimes I, I've got it with this consciousness. I've never thinking there was anything beyond consciousness. Phenomenally, there isn't, but there is. Yes. Okay. I understand that. Um, That painting that Patrick was talking about, you know, with the crack Mm -hmm. going beyond into Mm -hmm. the void, I thought maybe that's the one. And all of a sudden, I feel like there's nothing. Just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what I was putting on this or label for that or conditioner on this. It's like that, it's, it's just like everything is falling out. Mm. It's a little scary. But, um, Let that go too? Yeah. Say, but I feel that it's right, but I don't even know what that means exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's normal from where you're talking to say stuff and you don't know what it means. That's absolutely normal. I'm not in the wrong place. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. It seems like earlier you said uh, Jack is here doing her thing, but I'm not here. Yeah, the Jack character is here doing her thing, yeah. But aren't you here as presence? No. Presence? What's that? What's (laughs) presence? What's presence? Presence would be um, 
what's aware of what you hear, what you're aware of. It's just another word. phenomenon, no? It's another mental it's perspective, ph- no? It's just phenomenon. Yeah. It's just another perspective. That's kind of maybe in a so cracking linear time. On, you can't put a word on it. No, not presence. I, I, I don't like that presence stuff. It's like, I know. That, that's why I had to ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like, it's too nice. <laughs> you know? You just told me a lot about yourself. <laughs> There's nothing, you know, and then take nothing away. Presence is like a, I don't know, a recreated nice happy zone and it's like bullshit. It's for the ego. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that's like such an obstacle to the whole thing, you know, it's all peace, love and light. Yeah, you know? that's what the ego wants. But it, it <laughs> just takes every one of your most cherished. Now you're talking. Whatever. <laughs> And puts in you go, that has to go on the block too. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Every condition. So that's what Tom was picking up on. Everything is taken. Every, I mean, things that you don't even know are up for yeah. discussion. You don't even know that. Yeah. You don't even put in there. So I had, I, there was no concern for safety, but relationship in the idea of not loving or being loved was death, was annihilation, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's, it's... But it, it comes up just to be seen. Yes. You know? It's like nitty nitty. No matter what comes up, not that. Not that. Yeah. Presence. All these sacred cows. Not that. Not that. Unconditional love. Not that. That too, yes. Everything phenomenal. Even the whole heart thing. Yeah. You know, which is, you can't touch that. But it's not just. These are all just ideas, you know? They're all just ideas. And that, that makes you feel insane at certain times, too, because it's just all goes and there's not. There's no one to tell that to or share that with or be in that space with. But, but, but. Yeah, that's that's a human <laughs> that's identified cool. talking now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, what do you want somebody with you for? Are you alone? Are you are yeah. you your body? Are, what what hmm? what's running now for that to come out? You see. But there are still just people talking and saying, you know. Yeah, life happens. There, there's a granddaughter. <laughs> Sure. No. Sure. That too. Yeah. Attachment to all of it is what, what you're talking about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's attachment. It's, it's stark and shocking sometimes. Yeah. It is as, as, as Grace is yanking out the attachment. It's stark. But, but then. Yeah. Um, when Grace has 
freed us or dissolved all the attachments, then that's what it seems like. It's it, for me. It's not the, just the Jack character here, or I don't know if we would be here. But maybe um, you said it cares. Consciousness cares. That's what I experience. That in the state of pure grace, that there's this caring, just spontaneously is, mm. and it's not with attachment or even an agenda. It just is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it has a caring nature. Don't find refuge in that, huh? Don't find refuge in that. It's just a characteristic of consciousness. So what? No hiding place. <laughs> because there's something about the word that's very seductive. It's almost like, well then, well then, you know, then we're back to unconditional love. It's like, so can you sort of clear that or notice help? that mind will constantly now that it's under threat. It will constantly find any little oasis at all okay. to rebuild a, a place for it to go, oh, I'm safe for another better. Oh, at least I can have that. That's all that's happening. So I'm more interested in highlighting that mind is trying to create little landing pads for you than talking about consciousness caring. So I'm not going to talk about... again? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about consciousness <laughs> caring because I'm more interested in you seeing how mind will create anything as a little safe house. But you did say that it was caring. Yeah, but don't hang out there. So what? <laughs> Consciousness cares for itself. Oh, so I'm what? Sure I hang out of that. You do. That, now watch, watch why you want to hang out to that. Oh, okay. That's what to spot. Okay. That's what oh, to spot. Well, because everything's been stripped bare. Yeah. I'm used and to standing more, there with a sword. More, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Thanks. Okay. You see? Oh, yeah, I do. Great. You often yeah. say, let there be nothing left. Yes, let there be nothing left. No reference points. Yeah. Yeah, no refuges. Well, I, I got that that was part of, like what you were talking about with the person booking the flights. I, for me, that what that said is that when an individual is living that, an individual, you know, it's yeah, a sure. mystery, it's a paradox. And, and, and the society wants, or anybody, or we want to put the, from the outside constructs on it. Well, then it's like this. And so that's why maybe you, you don't know why you're going to do something at the conscious level, but they're... The universe is arranging it in your role, your dharmic service. So you're going to connect to somebody through that. It's it, you don't know why, but it's like sitting in the middle thing because the person's going to sit there. Yeah, and there's no why, and there's nothing in this brain that tries to figure out why something happened because there is no why. Right, but there is an attunement in there, and there's an allowing. That's okay. I'm saying I want to sit in the window seat this yeah. time. Next time I. You know, I'm going maybe, to take the horse and buggy. Or yes, maybe. yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and mind will try and find logic and a pattern, but there is none. It's random. It's random. I don't know if random is the right word that works for me. Okay, 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 go there. Let it be random, because otherwise there is something that wants a bit of a purpose or an order. Is there? Well, it's, I mean, you know, with the, the, the sun and, the, you know, the, the earth going around the sun... I mean, is there is there a order? I mean, go with just, random. Go with random go because with random. yeah, go with random. For now, go with random. <laughs> okay, go with random. It's freer. 
because once there's any bit of order at all, that logical mind is is now uh, birthing order, control, sequences, something logical. Da, 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 da. There's logic and there's lack of logic. So let's just go with random, which has neither. It might appear like there's a sequence and it might appear that there isn't one, but it's only an appearance because actually it's random. <laughs> Did I lose you? No, I'm just, uh, yeah, uh, random, yeah, I guess I, uh, I guess I like synchronicity. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hook. Hook. There's comfort and synchronicity. <laughs> it's familiar, it's habitual, there's order, there's a divine plan, there's something watching and making it all work out beautifully. <laughs> Bullshit, no? <laughs> See, no, you're being the you 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 know that's the, the destruction of everything to be what is, but with the caring, it seems like to me anyway. Yeah, random. Okay, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I can. I'm working with that one for sure. But with the caring, it's not even synchronicity. That's why I can't. Let's say drop synchronicity, but also random. I don't know. Random doesn't work for me. But somehow there is a force and presence that is moving things in a way that's beyond any construct or concept. And that's random. Okay. That's random. And we label it caring. Yeah. Even though it could give a shit. Yeah, it couldn't give a shit. It's not, you see, it's not the caring that gives, that, that, that's caring, based on love or anything. It goes too close to all the sort of subconscious, benevolent... It does, yeah. Father. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you're caring, you go, yes, there is a That's father. right. There is something. There is, yeah. There's yeah. love there after all. It's not. It's caring in the same way as you, whatever. You, Wait, caring doesn't kind of love? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I now wish I never said the word caring, right? <laughs> You see, in another culture, they totally get, but this love thing is so strong in California. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. How are you going to kill love? Huh? How are you going to kill love? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot, though, you know? Shall we take a break? Oh, sure. All right, okay, a breather. <laughs> Okay, we're off. <laughs> yes, Paula. Um, you said on a few occasions um, something that uh, I want to say like mantra, but it's not a mantra. Take me, fill me, use me. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 And I see that as being the mm, correlation to letting, uh, can the guy die? Yes. Yes. It's surrendering personal will for divine will. It's like a, it's a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Whatever works. <laughs> Does it resonate with you? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Just let personal will die, huh? That whole thing about you know, doer. 
And just the way this, we were kind of talking before about it, uh, just the way this, this whole thing here <laughs> evolved. Um, that there was uh, the planning mind, the mind that gets things done, mm -hmm. and how the thinking mind and the personal doership gets in the way. Yes. And reflecting back, <clears throat> um, there didn't need to be any personal doer. Mm -hmm. There was absolutely no need. Correct. Except mm -hmm. point pointed to with that the netty netty part of it, the not that. That's what I mean. And it it appeared that that appeared in order to be Pushed out again. Pushed out. Okay. Like when you said the word caring, you know, that Jesus loves me. Um, so I'm seeing there a correlation to like hanging on to the, this idea that somebody has to do it and get it done and plan and, you know, what if this and what if that. And, um, there's a part of me that still holds that as, as that it's if I, if I don't if I don't plan it, it's not going to get done. So I I guess I'm trying to see how much of that is doing and how much is just being. I mean the doer. How much is the doer. thinking mind and the working <coughs> mind? That's it. Yeah. How much okay. is the thinking mind? How much is the uh, planning mind? So is there a controller in there? Oh yes. Well, certainly in the thinking mind is a definite controller. So it might be an interesting thing to look to look at how the controller plays when there are tasks to be done. And let the controller not have her way. And test it and see if things go belly up. You know, play with it and see and, and let a few disasters happen. Why not? The only thing that's going to go down the tubes is your self-image, and that would be great. <laughs> I'm just wondering how much of that really is there, that it would be a disaster. I've never thought that. And have you let things be a disaster? Uh, there's never been a disaster. Ah, how come? <laughs> no, it always works out. Maybe, that's an maybe it's an experience that might be interesting to be had. <laughs> is there something that ensures that it's not a disaster, I wonder, hidden in there? Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe I do. I guess somebody else would have to answer that. Because I, I, for me, it seems it always works out. Okay, Mr. Beloved. The doer. Yeah. Your cue. The doer. Yeah, but is there a controller, controller there? Yeah. I would say. That's what, why it never, there's never a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. If there's never been a disaster, it's like, hmm. It's, it's unusual that the 
an experience and its opposite. You know the way they come. They're 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 both they both show up. Something and its opposite in order to show you that that if that there's no attachment to either. You know. It's unusual. The things I thought were didn't really work out. If I look at them, if I looked at them at the time, and I thought, well, that is that doesn't hasn't worked out. It has worked out. Okay. So it's. Is that just mind justifying something? Well, I don't know. That's that's a question. I don't know. It was mind justifying. Yeah, it's just a shift in perspective. Because I've organized so many things. interesting yeah that's worth looking at there's something in there all right oh there's never been a disaster and what is a disaster though yeah something that damages your self-image I thought you meant that, you know, nobody shows up or the... That happens. And you can justify that. But the fact that your mind justifies it, and, you know, you didn't use the word justifying now, but I am. Do you know? <laughs> if mind is shifting the perspective and seeing, oh, well, it worked out because the speaker was tired or because the traffic was awful in town or, you know, there was a crash anyway and they'd all been late. Or, and if mind is doing that to see, to see the wisdom behind things, well, actually, you're just trying to not go into That's feeling stinky. bad about things. That's yeah, yeah. Stinky. That's stinky, yeah, yeah. So a disaster would be the self-image is... Yes. Okay. <coughs> it's threatened. Think on that one. Yeah, stew it a bit. It might be more sophisticated than that, but we're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. It was a yeah, it was yourself. Um, would you describe again more about consciousness and its role, um, especially as the ground of all being, and as what I would have previously seen as the uh, as the non-duality, in the sense of being both the background and the phenomena. It sounds like that fits into what you're describing, but with but with some overriding features. Yeah, the background is pure consciousness and everything happens within that or superimposed on top of that. So the waves on top of the on top of the ocean, the movie on top of the screen. So consciousness is that context. It's that framework with which all is allowed. All can happen. The ground of all being. Okay, but being is 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 in the movie. There isn't beingness that's outside of the movie. Beingness here being phenomena? You said the ground, the ground of all being. That being I'm talking about. What okay. do you mean by that being? I'm not sure. I'm repeating a phrase called the ground of all being. Okay, I'm sure. I understand that being, it could be either the phenomena or it could be the whole ball of wax. So it speak. could have been the whole ball, both, ball of wax, both, okay. Uh, background. Yeah. Awareness, consciousness, and phenomena. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be. I guess I'm after an, an image and a model and a concept so that we can discard them. <laughs> and you see, all I can do is say prior to concepts, 
<laughs> because beingness, no matter how sophisticated, okay. no matter how sophisticated, you know, beingness, oneness, presence. Yeah. All that stuff. Stinky. You know, it's 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 too phenomenal. It's too glittery, you know. It's sticky but it's sweet. Prior to all of that. That's that's a zone, you know, and some people can hang out in that for years, of course. It, it's a goal. Yeah, of course it is. It's just a carrot for mind because there's it's describable, it's attainable, it's a state of mind it's a state of mind anything mind can <coughs> present so totally not interested in it anything mind can present anything <coughs> not interested in it <coughs> consciousness is is what mind does it how it's how it operates now and it can access pure consciousness so prior to that, what, what knows prior to that, <clears throat> I can't say because it's not phenomenally known. Okay. It's not known by the conceptual mind, <clears throat> but there is knowing that emanates from it. No, there isn't a knowing that emanates from it. No, nothing comes from it at all. Prior to all of it. A, a new phrase I've just heard from you then is uh, that consciousness is accept is accessible to and by mind. Yeah. Uh, I've I've uh, heard <clears throat> other things that uh, teachings books that uh, say mind can't access consciousness. Yeah. All I have here is a contradiction, and okay. that's just fine. I just wanted to make sure I have one. Okay. Um, it depends on what, what capacity yeah. of mind. Yeah, okay. okay. You, we have thinking and working. We're thinking and working. And some and, other very... Yeah, and, and then I suppose you can say consciousness and pure consciousness, <laughs> where pure consciousness is not being conscious of something. Okay, without an object. Yeah, without an object. Okay. Now, mind can't access pure consciousness. But it's known. That's known. Okay. That's known. Yes. yes. You know? Prior. Chuck it out. If you can objectify something, chuck it out. Check out anything that's known. Yeah. Phenomenally known. Yeah. Anything that's knowable. Movie material. Okay. <laughs> Pure consciousness. Isn't it? You said there's a knowing there. There's a knowing there, but it's not knowable. Yeah, it's not knowable. But even that's checked out. Yeah. Prior to anything, because we can label pure consciousness and we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Everybody has kind of a, that's kind of an aroma of it, you know, if that much. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a perfume from it, yeah, yeah. Prior. Gone. 
prior to the perfume. Yeah. You see, you know what I'm talking about, even though I can't, all I can do is say prior, and, and still there's, a, there's something, something that recognizes something. But, but, I can't say anymore, you know? Back to self-image. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to like to talk about this, but I'm going to ask you the opposite. So, if I have thought, thought about this at times, uh, my self-image, professional persona is extremely important. And if I were to screw up, I could literally kill somebody. That's right. And at the same time, I have, you know, imagined and made mistakes. Yes. Um, and the self-image is it just, it kind of goes in the pits. Yeah. But that's not something I want to experiment with, to see, oh, I'll just let, I'll let happen what happens. Totally understand. My, my self-image goes... And I lose three people in doing it. Yeah, yeah I, price is a bit high. I'm not going to go there. Absolutely. Yeah, the self-image self is still very, very important. Okay. Um, so I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, there's one other layer. I think let's get rid of it, but it's still... Okay. Can you see that your profession is a role that is played by the Tom character? Yeah. So is the self-image important to the character who's playing the role, or is the self-image owned by this guy? Okay, this is where you dissolve it and you let the role of that medic be concerned about a bit of self-image. Don't let it be yours. You don't own it. It's just part and parcel of, of the profession. So, obviously, I, I will continue to do the absolute very best. Of course. Yeah. And yet... That's being professional. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah on the flip side of that, I'm human. I do make mistakes. Yes. Let that self-image burn or whatever. Yes. Go up in flames. Yes. It remain professional. Yes. Is that exactly? Am I understanding? Exactly. I'm talking about. Okay. Now, but it's the it's the the, the professional is is a coach you put on. Yeah. No, that's that's a role that just gets turned on. Yeah. When you go to the hospital, that's, well, that's it. That's what happens. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But then the, the self-image part of that, yeah. it, it re re relates to the Tom character. That's, that's alive and kicking all the time, too. Yeah. So you go after it. Uh, let the last one be in your profession, you know? Yeah. Let him hang on to a bit of... Let the role hang on to yeah. the self-image, but yeah. get rid of it every place else. Yeah. And we'll see if it'll write itself there right. or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what, what will happen, in case I don't catch you down the line when you play with this, um, is, is it's the opposite of bringing your work home with you, right? Like I remember talking recently to somebody who's a body worker and when he's doing body work, he is so in the zone and so just not there and, and it's the only place in his life where he's not controlling it and managing it and not second guessing what's going to happen. All right? But he's a body worker. He's completely and totally just serving. The, the work is happening and nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Now, I said to him, bring your work home with you. The zone he's mm -hmm. in when he's working with somebody, bring it home. Yeah. Now, so outside of your work, you work on self-image. You dissolve it. You become invisible. Invisible. 
Somebody calls you an asshole, you say thank you. Right? You go with it. Okay? So then bring that to work. Do you see? Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah. And that way you can get it and your professionalism will not in any way interfere with this. That could, that could happen within an instant though, couldn't it? Because self-image is essentially really false in the first place. Yes, it is false. And so if you think falsehood, you, you can, I, yeah. I have experience, oh, it's never there. Yeah. It's just something. Sure, so it sure. Be, it doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm going to study this and write down information. Not at all, it's much yeah. simpler. Well, you've done a bit of work anyway, you know, so it, there's yeah. cracks in it, you know? It's just where it's running, you've got to spot it. And then whatever the zone is where, where you can see the self-image, bring that to work. And, and, and you'll see that your self-image has no potency. If you stop feeding it in one place, it'll, it'll, it'll just... Dissipates. Dissipates, dissipates. It loses its power every place. So you work at that when you're not being the professional, huh? Yeah. No, it's too dangerous. Of course. It would be stupid. <laughs> although, although I tell you, it is a fun at work. Because I do so many things automatically. There is truly no, no personal mind. Yeah. And, and even I, I've done things 10, 15 minutes into a case and I go, whoa, yeah. what just happened? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Sure. Oh, my. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> then, I said, then I take ownership. Look what I just did. Aha. <laughs> Along comes the self-image. Let's puff this up another little bit. Yeah, it does. It does happen. Aha. Uh -huh. This is what we're after. Okay. Yeah, but, but tackle it at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> tackle yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, that's where to tackle it. So I can do a swab at home? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what you do, it's what you do with the, the interpretation yeah, yeah. of the axe in your head. Yeah. <laughs> before it just it was and still is feeling like the bottom has dropped out and um, so there's almost no there's no words I just there's just nothing there's no words nothing but I don't um, then I guess it was my mind kicking in okay what do I do with this do I do anything with this or just be in the nothing um, as if mind has an option. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. It's just hobby horsing on top of it, no? Piggybacking. How can I get in on this? <laughs> <laughs> so with mind, don't resistant, don't attach to nothing. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I hear you, it's fine. Yeah. Just just kind of whatever, you know? It's more of whatever. It feels a bit fragile. Yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right.
doing meditation and such for 30 years or more. And generally, I, I still revert to my own uh, lifestyle, uh, which involves, I think, more attachment than... Um, I think I've created a situation in my life where there's more attachment than I would have if I had it, you know, if I made, if I, I work, I still have a business, I still have two properties, I have 20 people who work for me, my business isn't doing well, I feel a lot of attachment. Uh, I, would, I have an attachment to letting go of it. Hmm. I have a boyfriend now, so I have a lot of attachment about that. I mean, I'm just like... And, uh, and I also have the idea of non-attachment, so I'm attached to the not So it's like, uh, you know, a real mind game. And, um, and I, I was 70 this year and it occurs to me that I should actually be dismantling my life right <laughs> you know actively dismantling well that's what society says no what that's what society says no about getting older no yes oh, you can chuck that ah <laughs> oh, yeah honor what makes sense to you Well, it makes sense to me is to hold on to everything. Okay, let's stay with that for now. But it's tiring. Okay. It's really tiring. Okay. And, and I think that maybe the reason I do is that I'm afraid I'm going to end up um, depressed if I stop. Oh, then stop and get depressed yeah. and, and see what happens. <laughs> see what that will teach you. The fear of something is making you stay. Oh, God, go into it. Go into the darkness. Do you keep busy to avoid what's going on in your head? I keep busy. Um, Why? Um, a lot of times I think. Good girls are busy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just a strong work ethic. <clears throat> Become a bit of a bum, maybe. <laughs> Become a bit of a bum. Bum, yeah. And the, of course, that's the last thing I want to do. I mean, I would. <laughs> if I gave up my business, I'd run a, you know, be a productive artist. And if I gave that up, I want to be a, a really intense searcher, you know what I mean? Mm. So. Mm. <laughs> oh, my, my. And if I didn't, you know, I'm afraid I'd be one of these ladies in, in, in you know, a suburban house looking out the window, just feeling, what is this? That would be an interesting question to ask. I'm interested in the fact that you're tired, though. I'm really, really tired. Yes. I'm tired of the whole thing. Yes. 
Yes. Happy days. Happy days. Good. Good news. Yeah. You know, the paperwork and the phone calls. I'm tired of running after, you know. I love to go see my son perform. I'm tired of that. I love going to retreats and conferences, and I'm really tired of that. So, I mean, yeah, I just feel pretty exhausted and um, without any notion of having to do with different things. Yes. Except, you know, some other variation. Yes. Take a plunge. Not because of your age. It's got nothing to do with your age. But there seems to be a timing of like the futility of continuing the way you are. Yeah. And if there is a fear around doing nothing, then do nothing. You can do, you can play a trick on mind with this. <clears throat> you could just close down shop. Okay, take yourself till the end of this year to have a much tidier portfolio. Okay, and then give yourself three years before you're going to decide what to do next. So you're giving mind, you know, a little carrot. It's like, no, we've got three years now of, of, of a sabbatical. Three years. You'll be in a different space in three years. No worries. <laughs> you see? It's not kind of directionless, you know, because somebody like you wouldn't be able to use directionless. It would be too distracting. It wouldn't work for you. You have to play a trick on mind and, and let it be ring-fenced, you know? I wouldn't even know how to go about doing nothing. No, you wouldn't. So we'll, we'll, we'll ring-fence it and say, it's an experiment. I'm going to retire for three years. What are you going to do then? It's a big surprise. But I have something else up my sleeve. And that's all you tell people and you say nothing. More than that. And you find out how to do nothing. And you'll find an organic way to, to have your day. You know? And see what naturally happens in each day. Without it being driven by external forces, you know, that you've set up. Just let something organic see, okay, what's going to happen in the universe today? I mean, I'm sure that that wouldn't be my reaction. What the hell do I do now? Well, what would be your reaction? It would be, what the hell do I do now? Would it? Gosh. All right, I'll go to the beach. I, I know some people walk on the beach every day, I think. You know. Is it a waste of time? What are they doing? Try it. <laughs> Try it and you'll find out. Try it and you'll find out. Let something slow down. Without a purpose of slowing down. I could do the slow down thing too. And find out, why do people walk on the beach? What is that about? 
People do it all over the world. It's worth exploring. No. It becomes really alien as I go back into my world. Yeah. It's yeah. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it demands things from you that need to break down now. Yeah, right. It's based on value system. I can see when you talk about it, it's like your energy is completely different, completely different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the other hat doesn't fit you anymore, you know? And it's not going to get better, it's going to get worse. That's, yeah. Pray for courage if you need courage. What? Pray for courage if you need courage. That which is all. The moon. The moon, yeah. Or yourself. Doesn't matter. I, the other part of that is that um, different times in my life I've done long retreats, months, two months. And in those times, these teachings seem, you know, very like what my life is, you know, to be able to do things with ease, they don't seem important, you know, that I can do them well. But that's in the, you know, that's a lot of very intense practice. That's been my only experience really is spending the day with you or, you know, doing something, doing something, doing some kind of practice, not just doing my life. Yes. I can't even imagine it in just doing your life that you would be that, so, that subtle in your mind. You have a piece of work to do there, huh? Do you see? Yeah, I do see. Yeah, yeah. To see how life would live itself through you and what does mind say in order to justify that as if it needs to justify anything. So instead of applying the intensity that, with which you work to your spiritual practice, chuck the whole thing, the whole modus operandi, chuck it all. Let it be another way. And lo and behold, the fear of depression is probably just a fear. Yeah, I think so. But if you're just open to it, you know, it's not really in your wiring to be, to be depressed, you know? No. No, 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 it's not. So, but that's just a fear, you know? Because if it wasn't that, it would be the fear of something else. Whatever will keep you 
on the so straight and narrow. Treadmill, yeah. yeah, the treadmill. Or is it feeling entrapped by something? Yeah. Something yeah. 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 Find out what will happen if you do nothing. At least I'm not married. I've entrapped myself, but I don't know if there's a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a the boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, huh? Have fun. Travel. Let's see what life brings, you know. Let's see what it does with you. It's not going to forget about you, you know. <laughs> life doesn't like, oh, she's retired, I'm not interested in her anymore. Like, you know, it doesn't work like yeah, that, yeah. you know. There's that feeling. Yeah. Being upstairs, you know, looking out the window. And then... <laughs> <laughs> if that experience needs to come, let it be had. But I doubt it very much. Go for it, girl. Go for it. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Do you use the phrase natural state? Yeah, sometimes. Some, something along that line yeah. fits in here. Would you describe natural state or...? Um, there's a chapter in the book on it, but it's so long since I wrote that. Now I don't know what I said. Yeah, do you want a book? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could go read. I think that book would be useful for you, actually. But that's a, a, a side, a side yeah. thing. But, okay, so... It's like the, the natural state is, is what the body-mind and the character, where it rests, when there is no identification at all. It's not a state of mind. That's, that's the tricky thing. It's called a state, natural state, but it's not a state of mind. Because if you're hanging out at a state of mind while well, you're doing the bliss thing or the joy thing or the love thing or the, the being thing or that bullshit, you know? So this is, it, it's natural state, but it's not a state. It's just natural living is happening from a non-state state, a stateless state. You see? Um, so when, when all options of resting in states of mind are gone, the natural state is what's there. But it's part of the functioning. It's part of the functioning. It's in the movie. In the movie, phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Very different from some other descriptions of natural state as this highfalutin goal to maybe someday. That's what religions do. They, they, and you know, and you know, where enlightenment is sent up there or something. I'm not interested in that. It's like just, you know. As you were describing, being natural and living naturally. Yes. Yes. Fit right in. Yes. It's that's 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 parallel. It's parallel to the natural state. You Organically know? natural. Yeah, based. exactly. It's like leaving space because you're getting out of the way. So you're leaving space uh, yes. for what is natural to happen. You know? Um, the natural state then, you see, it is placed up on this hierarchy, this madness. Right. Um, because because it, it established itself as the way of being once self-realization happens. Do you see? 
So that's why it's set up there as, as something, you know. Because there's no state of mind that's bought, you know. There's no hanging out in a state of mind. You lose that capacity altogether. So then it's just the natural state all the time, the stateless state. Hmm? Can I play a song, share a song? Can you share a song? Closer to the end? Yeah, Would that be all right? Yeah, just, just three minutes. Okay, closer yeah. to the end. Thanks, Nambala. Yeah. So, there, there is this... Um, a little while ago, you, you said something to somebody about... Is it worth another, living another life? Like, you know, my understanding of the, or what I understand, <laughs> can't understand, but what I've heard, um, what's been said, is that there is no linear time. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. So. So there's no past lives and future right. lives, correct? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So is that just another idea of trying to 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 make this process uh, I don't know longer or to uh, keep it away from yeah from happening yeah mm-hmm. and it's a way of pacifying mind to say well if you don't get there in this lifetime it's all right there's another chance. <laughs> Do you know? Which stops, which kind of deadens the, the contraction of wanting it so badly. So it works. It fulfills its purpose. But sure, everything is just an idea. What does happen, though, is that when the body dies, if there are desires that are unfulfilled, they will morph. No, they will travel geographically, literally, physically, travel to where there is the highest opportunity for them to be realized, to come to fruition. And so people do have memories of past lives, but they're probably 20 seconds, not, not 80 years. But nobody seems to question this. Like, well, I know I was there because I was in such and such a house and I knew exactly where every room was or, and, and I saw my family and all the rest of them. It's like, okay, how long was this thing? You know, it's like, well, maybe... Maybe I saw 30 seconds of it. But it was so familiar, and it's like, mm, 30 seconds, and you're exp- you think you were there for 50 years? Do you know? It, it, because we've no place to put it, except we must, the identification is so strong that if there is a scene from another time, it must be ours, and we must have had another life. Well, you don't have a life now, and you didn't have a life then. That's the bottom line. <coughs> Do you know? But, but what happens is that a, a, a ball of emotion, or a ball of desire, whatever, it's all desire anyway, really, uh, if it's not completely gone at the time of death or burnt out before that, it will find resolution someplace. <clears throat> Very often, like if somebody has, I don't know, if they, if, if you just get this mad desire in your 40s for like playing tennis, it's like, I don't know, I don't know, I just, I just really want to take it up and I, I just really want to take it up. You know, sometimes it's like, hmm, sometimes I've had a look and said, ah, bloody hell. The origin of this wasn't in them at all, actually. The origin of this literally popped in recently. Okay, where'd that come from? Do you know? This happens. We, we just pick... Energy's moving all the time. And because we just think we're this body, we think we're self-contained. Man alive, we pick up everything. 
constantly swapping and changing and influencing each other and, you know, constantly. So the past life thing works like this. You see that a piece of energy that got unresolved somewhere has a time and space story to it and gets downloaded in order to be broken up. That's how that works. So when you refer, when people, uh, like, uh, I'm sorry, Alex, Alex was saying, uh, and you were, um, you know, that she doesn't want to break her wife right now, and you were suggesting that she does. Mm -hmm. She actually, um, is that the reason why? So she doesn't have desires unfulfilled or, or hang-ups that will offer? Hmm. Is there a reason why at all? No, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know if there's any reason that Jack says anything. Really. It just comes out. I don't, is there a reason for it? No. I, I, an odd time there's a reason for it, but not usually. It just Whatever presents, it's reflected. It's reflected. It's reflected. That's how it works here. Do you see? And what's reflected is, you're not that. You're not that. You're not that. You know? So let's break that up, let's break that up, let's break that up. It's more like that. Is there a reason for it? No, because it's not, it's not a, a mind that's trying to do that, you know. Sometimes something is entertaining, it's like, wow, look what their mind is doing. That's fun, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, no, there's just, there's just a reflection of, what's, of, of, of where something is stuck, where a piece of energy is stuck. It's so mm -hmm. obvious. And something from this form goes in to break it up. And, and words correspond to that sometimes, I guess. Is there a reason for it? No. It's just what happens. So desire would burn when it would burn, and that's it. Yeah, and who knows if it's what Jack says, or whether it's they read in the paper tomorrow, or when they're taking a shower, or next door, you know, I mean. Mind tries to attribute things to things, but it doesn't work like that. more complex, there's so many influences in place, huh? Have I just confused things a bit more? No, that's, uh, I, the, the experience of it, it's hard to get rid of the experience of time and, yeah. and, and space and the idea that you have a life, uh, and then that you don't really you know, this idea that um, that, you, that you don't really have, um, you know, set time to do things. So sometimes uh, one seems to think that there is a certain time for things. Yes. That I have to do this now or never. Yes. I have to... Um, do this um, course, this meditation, this, sure. know, this teacher. Uh, Mind interprets it like this, yes. So it, 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 there, is, I, there is a sense <coughs> that, it's, that it's a lie, that yeah. that's not true. Yeah. That, that's yes. just uh, something that is start, starting to break down. Very good. But there, there is 
uncertainty yeah. on where would it go? What would happen? What would it if, if it's not that, what is it? <laughs> Find out, huh? Just hear mind telling that story and just like, yeah, 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 let's see if it happens or not then. You're convinced it has to happen now? Well, let's see. opportunity went at death. Mm. Can, you tell, can you tell us a little bit about that? Mm. It's a great you spiritual experience, before. isn't it? As they go, as spiritual experiences go, it's a, it's a great spiritual experience. But I wouldn't wait till death. Don't wait till physical death, you know. Hmm. I was thinking of other death. Somebody else's death. Ah. Witnessing somebody else's death. Oh, okay. Oh, that window opportunity. Oh, sorry. Okay. Now that brought me up close. Which <laughs> 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 <This> is great. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? When somebody close to you dies, it's like, I don't know, one way to see grief is that it's like a bubble around you, no? It's like, do you ever feel that? It's like it's like the whole world is continuing, but you're 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 out of the flow of life or something for a while. You know? Do you know that sensation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you're just out uh, out from the natural flow. But you're, of course, it's just a flow. It just looks like that. Mm-hmm. When that happens, it's part of like the dismantling. Or it's like a wow. It's like you're on a tributary instead of the main river. Something is, you're just sidetracked a little bit. Okay. Okay? Then grief is going on. And at that time, your usual habitual anchors of what's normal, the daily routine, the solid way in which you know yourself is shaken. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels you're on a tributary. That's why it feels you're in a bubble. So your okay. normal points of reference are gone. You see? Okay. Okay? So, so when somebody dies, it's like... seems to be when, when, when the ball of energy that was their vitality doesn't hang around. Because, I mean, that ball of energy could just literally hang around and not, not go anywhere too. But when it does actually move towards light, phenomenally moves towards light, it's like if there was a black sheet of plastic, you know, keeping this movie intact. And it's like, bingo, a little pinhole in it. It's like this. There's just a little pinhole in it. It's like a piece of the matrix dissolved out of the matrix. Let's see how far it can go. Because then, because, because if the energy is dense, thump, it'll plop down again really quick. <laughs> but if it's able to, to, to go on, to go up through the pinhole and get out, really get out and, and resolve itself on another dimension, it's like there is a little crack for a while. There's a little crack, a little... A little the pathway between dimensions is quite open for a while. And so the Buddhists talk about how many days? 49 days, is it, or something? While, and that's what they're talking about. It's like that, that, that path is open for a while, you know? It's not so much that the soul takes 49 days to move on. Yes and no, it's actually more that the channel is open for that length of time. Okay. You see? And it's, it seems to, it seem, you know, the matrix isn't so tight. There's some window, there's a window open, you know. 
to outside of the movie. Um, it's, and it's to other dimensions for some. It depends where your belief system is at. Yeah, I was ask that. Completely. Yeah. It depends on where your belief okay. system is at. How okay. much of unlimited thinking? Okay. Where are the limits in thought? Because what physical death of somebody close to you, what that will shake is it will make your, your limited thinking get more unlimited. So it depends on how unlimited your thinking is. What's, what's, what's possible? And if that's very wide, that there's an okayness with everything or that anything is possible, if that is known to be so, well, all kinds of things happen around death then. Such as? I'm going to sound frightfully new agey, you see. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sound frightfully oh, new okay. agey. <laughs> <laughs> erase it after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bothered in disqualifying it. Are you going to go ahead anyway? <laughs> the magnificence of manifestation shows itself. The layers and layers and layers and layers of the tapestry, like they just become much clearer. The intricate workings of it, you know expansiveness of, of what this matrix is. The magnificence of what you are, of what you've created, of what is inside you, just becomes very close, becomes visible. Hmm. Hmm. The beauty of all that is, huh? so locked into the idea that we're having a private world mm. and that everyone else can't see or basically, you know, they're on their own. And yet every day we know where all kinds of things happen where everything's being shared, emotions. And we seem to understand each other instantly and without any effort in a way which is much deeper than we're even aware of. We understand one another. So how, how does this work? You know, this is, it's a... Uh, on one way, you know, there aren't any of us, you know, just No, it. there's just balls of energy yeah. faffing around in yeah. shirts and ties. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it and is. And the sense when you talked about that we've all had experience and suddenly a mood overtakes us, or suddenly two or three people in a room and some, something, they all, we all decide to do something together, and how this is all so... Uh, uh, it's funny, we pretend it, it, it happened the way we think it happened, you know, but it didn't happen that way. It's like the obvious obstacle for meeting family members and just all the things that happened to us. What about them? Just, they're so wonderful and they're also, uh, they're what make life possible and we all pretend like they don't exist. And yet we couldn't, we couldn't exist together 
if we didn't understand each other, you know, miraculously in the supermarket and in jobs, and we didn't have these relationships, including the conflicts. We couldn't have a life if it was just the way we're taught it is, that, you know, we're socialized and we interact each other with language in very ordinary ways. You know, life is too uh, subtle and too complicated. It couldn't possibly be the ordinary way that we're taught it is. You know, it's like you're speaking Greek. Oh, I'm sorry. I just was asking you to talk about, when you were talking earlier about um, emotions being, being shared, or balls of energy, or how we interact with one another. Okay. I wanted to hear about how, um, for example, people suddenly, three or four people in a room begin talking, and all of a sudden they come up with a great idea. Okay. Okay, now you understand. Okay. Okay. When, when, when somebody presents a question, yeah. then the answer that goes there is applicable to the person. So this question is talking about something as if it's a real phenomenon, and it's not. It's a perspective that's running there. Okay. So what I'm hearing is a perspective as if we're all separate, as if... As if it, no, I'm saying that's what, that's what... When we're at work, when we're normally people, at least I do, Everybody assumes it's that way, but that's not my experience of it. And I'm suspecting it's not other people's experience of it. I still don't you know. It's really understand. weird. It's really weird. It's it's like I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You have to talk in your own perspective. That's what it is. I actually I, I it's like the words aren't even making sense. I, I, you have to talk from your own perspective. Because because when I'm talking with others and yeah. we're together, okay. there's so much more being understood than what's just in the words, what's just in the information. Like what? Like... Let's say um, someone over here is talking about their experiences. Yeah. Let's say, you know, Alex is. Oh, yeah. And everybody here is suddenly talking about, suddenly in two or three sentences later, we're talking about a near death or what it's like to be the death of a relative. Yeah. And this seemed to happen not like one person completely understanding a structure of ideas and duplicating it from their own experience. It's like a set of experiences she's describing are, we're sharing those experiences. Yes, and suddenly, in the hearing of them. In the hearing of yes. them. Yes. We share those experiences and simultaneously it's almost like that communication is happening between people rather than one person creating a set of information and concepts in another person's mind, which creates another set of association <coughs> concepts in the third person's mind. Yes. It's as if these things happen uh, um, not in such a separate causal way. Yes. They happen, uh, now I'm going to sound new agey, that's it. Uh, yes. Um, almost like... Oh yeah, and several people get it almost at the same time. Okay. They're, they're like clouds of understanding. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can you see that, so to use the Alex example, can you see that the experience, the, an experience of what her direct experience of life is like was tasted in hearing her talk about it? Yeah. So can you see that there isn't even a need to have an experience in order to have an experience? Yes. That a concept gives rise to an experience and there was no event. Right. Yeah. That's the most valuable thing you're saying. Right. Right. Now see that mind works that way. 
that the idea presents the experience. It doesn't need to happen. Right. right. Now apply that to your bucket list. <laughs> to the desire to experience. Right. Right. What you're doing is you're 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 seeing you're seeing how experiencing works. Right. That's what you're that's what you're right. doing. Right. right. That's what you're talking about. Right. Right. So go deeper into this. So there's an idea and something in mind. It's like watching a movie on television. It's like something is in there identified with it. It's a version of that. That's the capacity of mind to, to, to identify with a thought and, and, and absolutely have a spin-off as if the whole experience was had. It has a spin-off post an experience without the experience being had. Okay, I missed that part. It's all the various ways that experience is registered. Right. Okay? Right. And it links also to the past life thing. Right. All right. Like, which isn't a right. past life, which is just literally a, a moment of something. Okay. So, so Alex speaks for three minutes about something. Right. And at some level, that experience is being had. By, by going along with the concept and aligning with the concept, right. the experience is now yours. Right, right. This is how experiencing works. Yeah. It's an idea that in some way is believed, our attention works with it for a while, and there's a, a re response to it. Right. And we call the response an experience. Right. It's that empty. There is no such thing as experience right. at all. Right. It's a concept that has a particular aroma of an effect. Do you see? There's no such thing as a subjective experience at all. So what he had is basically the same as what I was having in that yes. moment. Yes. Yes. You just took linear time to do it. Right. You took linear time to do it. Right. 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 Yet there's no ownership of these things. No. No. Of course, there's no ownership. The, if there's ownership, it was like Alex's story, but not right. my experience. Right. But you know it was your experience. Right. There was a taste of something. Right. So where's the individual there, huh? Right. And from your perspective, there was no tiredness, there was no busyness. From this, from her, from, from where? Which like it didn't happen. Ach, no, no, it's just a, a wave faffing about. No. It's just, it's just ideas that are completely based on wisps of smoke. But, and you're just responding to her from... Yeah, 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 yeah. Diffusing it, I suppose, so that it can be seen to be not solid, not a threat. So that the contraction stops. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> So if, if, uh, I may have missed some of this. So I go to a movie, get frightened, excited, angry, or go to a ball game, get excited, scream, you know, get yeah. mad, whatever, yeah. happy. That's the ex all that is just something refreshing you than what you were saying. Okay, so every experience that's being had is as a result of a concept running. Okay. Now, when identification is strong, it's not seen that a concept believed is giving you the experience. Right. 
You imagine that, that, that life is giving you the experience, but it's not, it's tuning into it. So if somebody's under a general anesthetic, <sighs> all right, somebody's under a general anesthetic, they're not having any experience of surgery. Thank They're God. actually not, huh? Thank God. Yeah, yeah. There's no registering of experience there. Okay? So how come? There's some faculty that's shut off which registers events. Do you see? Yeah. Okay, so, in the mind. Now, the body might remember it and there might be trauma that needs to be released from the body. Okay, that's a different gig. That's a different... For now, let's keep it just about mind. So, 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 so if mind is the thing that registers experience, how does this work? What is it that's active, which documents or records experience as an event? That's what I'm after. So the experience of, of, of going to a ball game, you can set it up and say, no, the experience of having a ball game is because I'm there. It's different to the experience of when I'm watching a ball game on TV. It's like, okay, yeah, but why is it? Why is it? What is it that's been set up in the understanding of the intellect that going there, you're in the energy of it, you're with other people, you've got this tribal thing going on, you're sharing, you're all sharing the one morphic field of thought. You see, these are just bloody ideas. These are just ideas. You're plugging into them. Yeah. Just plugging into the idea that, oh, if I'm sharing this person's idea, I can expand my experience. That's really what's happening. Mm. If somebody is with me in this, I want to share my life with somebody. It's like, yeah, you just want to expand yourself to validate your own experience more. That's all. You see? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things going to be sold on eBay tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's just mind yeah. doing its thing. Yes. Experience is, is nothing more than, than, than thoughts believed into existence. That's all they are. Even sex, all of it, is just is just mind, mind being believed. Then back to the question this morning: What to do? <laughs> what to do? The rhetorical question. Yeah. What to do? Leave what it to do? Huh? Leave it at that. Just a rhetorical question. Well, well, it's just it's just how it works, you know. I'm just demystifying how experience works. It's just saying, so, so experience is nothing, you know? And then you're all these experiences you want or you want to continue experiencing and it's like, experiencing is nothing. It's nothing, it's empty. It's just, it's just hypnosis. That's all it is. You see? Oh, yeah. So if you can see what it is, what do you want more of it for? <laughs> what would you want more of it for? Well, it still can be entertainment and fun. Yeah, but not, it loses its drug-like thing. Right. It's empty, you know? So an experience is had or not, it's like, well, so what? Because you can see what it is. It's just like a drug, you know? And you just become not interested in it because you know there's nothing in it. There's no substance and authenticity in it. Oh, yeah. No, you see? No, I see that, yeah. And that's what I've been seeing. Yeah. You know, for a lot of yeah. Yeah. experience. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sell your season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, don't let experience get in the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Can we call it a day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody's settled enough? Yeah?
Nobody's hanging on the edge of something. Nothing that can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing okay? Yeah, yeah. Great. Not at all, not at all. Okay. Thank you, and we're going to have a little song. In the void, 
Param Brahman is kind of annoyed. The Pied Piper leads you to the door of forevermore. You're home free in ecstasy. Home free in ecstasy. Just let